You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and MERPS. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Azlukdown. This is MERPS. Hope you guys uh, are having a good week. A little bit of warning. Blizzard ain't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week we are talking uh, about uh, something really big. This is probably, uh, it, it, you know, if you're connected to the Blizzard universe at all, what, whatever game you play, you have probably heard of it. We want to talk about it extensively today just because it is huge news um, and also there's not much updates on the arena and BG front. We will get to that and we'll tell you sort of our plans for that in a little bit. But yeah, like if you're if you're here for BG tips or arena tips, um, not much is going on and that will not be what this podcast is about. Yes. So strap yourselves in. Uh, and also as a warning, we are going to be talking about some topics which may be uncomfortable for some people, but just letting you know that. Let's get into it. This week, a bombshell dropped in the form of a lawsuit and a form of a complaint uh, filed by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing against Activision Blizzard. That's that's the state of California. That's the state of California. So the department in the state of California that ensures like you're not discriminating against people in employment and fair practices and all that. And this comes after a two year investigation into Activision Blizzard. A two year investigation uh, that created a 29 page complaint that was filed uh, in court. I read all 29 pages. Um, you don't have to. You I can... did not read any pages. <laughs> you, there are many, many uh, news outlets and sites that summarize it for you guys. I just felt like if I'm summarizing it for you guys, I don't want it to be a summary of a summary. So I'm going to get it from the source. I want to summarize it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Set the stage and then we can talk about it um, and what it means. The bottom line is, and really what the complaint alleges, is that Activision Blizzard for many, many, many years um, has had systemic and rampant, quote, what they call frat boy culture at Blizzard that led to, in exact quotes, a breeding ground for harassment and discrimination against women. The complaint starts off by just laying out kind of uh, what they saw at Blizzard and very simple kind of foundational facts. The workforce is only 20% women. Few women ever uh, reach the top roles at the company and never the CEO or the president of positions, which has never had women in there. Um, Women who do reach higher roles earn less salary, get less uh, incentive pay, and total compensation than their male peers. Peers as in people on the equal tier of the ladder. The women who are just starting earn lower starting pay than male counterparts, are promoted significantly slower, and are terminated significantly quicker than their male counterparts. So they compared these with like 
whatever position you want, right? Like it, it was an apples to apples comparison. The difference is being uh, male versus female. So, and then they noted that um, numerous complaints were made to HR and executives, including uh, the president of Blizzard, uh, J. Allen Brack. And here, and this is where they start laying out a lot of the most egregious examples. Number one. Yeah, so so if, if up to this point you're listening and you're like, wait, wouldn't this describe every single large video game company? And um, you, you, you'd be right. Uh, but that's more of a more of a statement on the state of the industry than on what good practices are. And the the harder stuff will hit later, and Merps Merps will get to it. But this is not a like like there's there's more. This investigation is not just Blizzard is terrible and the video game industry is terrible. This is yeah, and this I is will a little heightened than that. I I will explain the significance of this being brought by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing in a little bit. But uh, at this point of the complaint, it goes into some of the most egregious examples where, number one, women of color were particularly vulnerable targets of discrimination, um, how they were denied leave, how they weren't promoted, etc., etc. Rampant examples of sexual harassment uh, where uh, men would get inebriated and do um, a crawl around the office making inappropriate comments to women, often joking to them about rape. Uh, and this happened numerous times. Alex uh, Afrasiabi, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, who was the previous senior creative director of WoW. Um, people in for, Blizzard- For many, many, many years. For many, many years. Like decades. Plus, uh, there were numerous instances of him sexually harassing women. And in fact, his suite at Blizzard was known as the Crosby suite, named after Bill Crosby. This was something known around Blizzard. Uh, his behavior was so bad that there was actually a nickname. Wait, Cosby? Yeah. Okay, the, Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, Crosby. yeah. Not Crosby. Like, they, yeah. Bill Cosby. I don't know why I said Crosby. Um, the guy's famous enough for, for multiple things now. That you, you should know his name. Uh, I think they like actually mistyped it on there, and I just like mm. pasted it. Um, but additionally, uh, and this is probably uh, the worst example, uh, one woman within Blizzard committed suicide while on a company trip with her supervisor, um, and it came out that her supervisor was having uh, kind of, uh, basically was also sexually harassing her. And before her death, uh, allegedly male coworkers were passing around uh, nude photos of her as well. So these are some of the most egregious examples that were in the complaint, as well as many, many other examples highlighting just the failings of Blizzard and how bad the culture had gotten. So the, the big thing about this is that it's not like the actions of a couple of individual people. They just use it to highlight what is this pervasive culture that the alleged... Okay, so one, the state never loses. So if the state has done a two-year investigation and brought this suit, the state is going to win. This is all like so uh, innocent until proven guilty, but but we're a 99.99% chance uh, at this point, right? Yeah. This isn't like a person making an allegation 
and you know believe women or don't believe women even if you don't believe let me women, just finish this, this first is... let me just finish oh, this okay first. you're not so you're not done setting up the n- number one um like the complaint ends with uh and this is an exact quote as well um complaints fell on deaf ears or were met with an empty promise to investigate the issue so for uh, some of those individuals who are out there saying like well, why haven't we heard about this uh there were complaints. There was noise from the inside. They were silenced. Number two, this is very important. And they started an entire section with this exact quote. Once again, the problems of harassment and discrimination extended to, and at minimum were known to those at the top. So this complaint isn't just saying this is a problem and it was all loosey goosey. No one knew about it. They started off an entire section by saying all of these things that we're talking about extended to as in were participated in by and at minimum were known to the people at the very top of Blizzard. And this is after the two year investigation. So this is all important because and I, I also want to lay out kind of the response from Blizzard, right? Uh, the response from Blizzard, uh, three big ones, came from uh, President J. Allen Brack, uh, Mike Moore. Well, let's, let's let's not lay out the responses yet. Let's just look at the complaint, right? Like, let's talk about the responses afterwards. Right now, what you have, like I was saying, is a state of California, um, uh, I don't know, lawsuit's a weird way to put it. Um, I mean, it is technically a lawsuit, um, but an action by the state of California that is very trustworthy. Um, and whether this ends up being potentially settled out of court or, you know, they, uh, the, the verdict comes in that's going to be that Blizzard has to do XYZ and pay XYZ damages. This is, this is all stuff that I think it's pretty safe to say at this point that the complaint is not... Uh, either frivolous or exaggerating and more importantly because of what the complaint is is that it goes all the way to the top and as you hear from this stuff like pub crawls the demeaning to women stuff and you know even setting aside the one woman who committed suicide this is a culture that's pervasive in blizzard known in blizzard and it's not something that's like just around in 2020 right 2021 this is something that's been around in blizzard for a long time that there are these stories that there is this culture the key word here is culture and culture is enforced from the top and the people that get promoted and you have what are bad actors and enablers at the very top levels of blizzard not a couple of bad actors and enablers but given the alleged from the uh from this lawsuit by the state of california definitely most if not all of the people in positions of power at Blizzard were in on it. They may not be directly discriminating against women or directly harassing women, but they were like, okay, to my colleagues who are in positions of power, harassing women and doing, you know, all the other stuff that's alleged in the complaint. Or they were like, hey, don't tell me anything. I don't want to hear. Either way, these are all like, not like, oh, I should have done better, but like, I am guilty of a crime <laughs> um, type type behavior. Uh, and in a large corporation uh, such as Activision Blizzard, like I could tell you right now, if my employer were doing this, oh my God, 
like if any of my previous employers were doing this, um, huge, huge consequences would, would follow. It's not unthinkable. This is just kind of the society we live in, unfortunately. But, but th- th- there would be huge consequences. And it would be one of those things where it's like, it's probably not close to this degree. Um, because this is the pervasive amounts that I, I've gotten close enough to the, the power sources of my previous organizations to know. Um, so I, I, I want to touch upon that point for a second where, uh, b- because I, I think you skimmed through it a little bit quickly, um, and, and it might still be confusing to some people and where, where you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just interrupt me if you want to, if you want to add okay. that stuff, because well, this is, this is going to go all over, this the is going to go all over the place because there's so much to unpack, but, um, y- uh, for the people, and there are a lot of people, and we've talked about this innocent until proven guilty thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, wait but this is in court already so like we definitely can slash uh should just wait and you know that's up to you first of all you know whatever that's up to you i'm just gonna give you uh, some numbers and some context mm-hmm. on how these agencies bring this so remember two-year investigation by a government agency that has millions of dollars to spend um and, and you can go on the website, and I'm going to present you with some numbers. In 2019, here's the publicly publicly available information from this agency, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. They received 28,700 forms, which equaled 24,000 complaints. So people proactively reported stuff from their employers 24,000 times in 2019. That resulted in six thousand investigations and from those six six thousand investigations four uh it it resulted in four court filings four so what does that mean like and this is like the the stats from 2019 it's the most uh recent available stats they don't have 2020 stats right now so what does that mean um the california state is not just going around suing everyone um, mm-hmm. it, it they means are only taking the ones that are like slam dunks. They are taking the ones that are the most egregious and mm-hmm. unfortunately more important priority for government agencies, the ones that they are going to win. Because mm-hmm. that's what government agencies care a lot about. When you have a lot of this, if you're spending a lot of time, are you going to sue uh, just for that, you know, like, oh, man, maybe we can bully this company and, and then, you know, force them to, I don't know, compensate these people, not us. Like, it, you'd have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to actually think it's like, it, you know, people are just out for, like, they're out for Blizzard. It, it, in in the some weird way. Remember, this isn't like allegations from someone writing a Twitter post talking about mm-hmm. uh, something that happened and... We've even talked about, you know... This is the state of California. This is the state of California. We are not, like... I I think it's even... Like, yeah, it's about the same stuff. But I I think it's a huge disservice to the scope of what is happening here when we compare this to, like, Me Too movement and, you know, women alleging mistreatment and discrimination at the office when it comes to a legal sense and a certainty sense, right? Whatever doubts, whether you are, I believe women 100% to I believe women 95% to I believe women never because bitches be lying. This isn't about women 
in terms of women alleging things. This is about a government that has done two years of investigation on this. We are now at 99.99% certainty that everything that they have alleged is true. And not just true, but provable. So if you're Which means hoping... God knows what else has been happening. Yeah. That is just, they, you know, they couldn't find the documents and the evidence for. So if you're saying innocent until proven guilty and, and you're like, oh, you know what? There is a chance that this is all no. false. No. There is not. This is, this is BS. There like, is Like, you are more likely to be killed by three straight legendaries in an arena match than you are that this case ends up finding Blizzard not guilty. Right. Now, is there a chance that only, like, 95% of it is true? Okay. Does that change your opinion? Yeah. <laughs> like, does, does that really... Do, I, I, does that change I, your I, opinion? I think it's much more likely that 5,000% more on top of this is true, and they just didn't have sufficient yeah. evidence to prove it. Yeah. Than there is that this is actually going overboard somehow. Like, government entities don't do that in their complaints. Like, they're trying to get a 100% win here. They all they get a like ninety nine point something whatever percent uh, win rate. Like this is not this is not like your normal arena game. This is like uh, you know like it's a, almost a rounding error when when these governments uh, make make these kinds of suits and, and fail. So we, we just needed to address that first of all because like with a lot of the outcries uh, and the controversies recently. Um, and with the Me Too movement, the, the whole sort of like so many people fall back on this and then they, they use this wide brush in this instance as well. Innocent until proven guilty. And it's no, no, so no, no. like it's because this is linked to the Me Too movement now when it only should be in substance, not mm -hmm. in degree. It's like yeah. saying, hey, I got hit by an asteroid versus I got punched in the face. Yes, both is one thing hitting you in the head. That is true. But in one case, it's a lot bigger, like immeasurably bigger than yeah. getting punched in the face. I, I, you know? Yeah. Getting I mean, punched in the face deals like one damage in Arena. A meteor deals 15. <laughs> like, we're, 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 and, and hits stuff around it. And hits like, stuff around th it. That's th true. There's a lot happening here. And, and that's what I think is, is getting a lot, like, a lost uh, uh, in a lot of the conversations where people are like, oh, yeah, this is bigger. No, this isn't just bigger. This isn't 30%, 50%, 100% bigger. This is insanely bigger. And any shred of doubt that you may have, that you know, let's say you just really like Blizzard. You know good people at Blizzard. Uh, we all know good people at Blizzard. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they can't do that. Well, if they're in a position of power, especially if they've been in a position of power, at least, like, I would say, like, from, like, a two years or farther ago, um, yeah, yeah, they knew about it. Uh, yeah, they're enablers. Uh, and, yes, um, they're they're kind of, at least in this part, they're, they're horrible people. Maybe they're good people outside of that, but you got to net it out with this somehow. Uh, and this is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, look, people are complex entities. So, for example, um, all right, let, let's talk about the response from Blizzard now, because I, I think it ties in um, decently okay. well. Okay, let's, let's talk um, about the response but, from Blizzard. But, but the, the, the summary is that, one, certainty is near 100%, and two, this is institutional widespread, not necessarily every single you know person at Blizzard, definitely not every single person at Blizzard, no. but every single person with power. That is yes. the key. So if you're looking at your favorite Blizzard developer and they're a developer, 
you know, maybe they knew about it and they couldn't do anything about it and they just, like, didn't take the action to quit. They may have even spoken up about it and gotten ignored. Maybe they didn't speak up about it. You don't know. But if they are in the management level or the executive level or, you know, anything above, uh, oh, they're guilty. There, There's also, if you look at the, the Twitter allegations, there's no department that's kind of immune to this. It's so widespread. People started coming out and flooding it with all these stories. It's... And that's more than before, because these stories kind of have always floated around. It's not like this was a huge shock to anybody. Yeah, I'm going to say right now, like, also, if you and I understand, because you have to dig on Twitter, you have to dig on TikTok, you have to dig on forums. But um, if you look around after uh, this bombshell dropped, so many current and former Blizzard Mm -hmm. employees all came out and, and, and just just piled on like you know here's another piece of the puzzle yes i can corroborate this yes what is said in the complaint about like this sort of practice is absolutely true this person said they didn't know i know for a fact that they knew because i emailed them about it like this is the stuff that's coming out from so many angles and because they have the backing of the state of california now yeah the fear has to lessen a lot if you see this and you know that the state is on your side, definitively. Yeah. So, like, one interesting, and I think this is, like, so when you hear this and you're like, well, like, how does something this big not come out until sort of now? Um, Ben Brode, actually, right before this, uh, tweeted out something um, that was very, I I, I thought was kind of... um, informative just about kind of how this works in in the small scale um and he talked about one of the employees um confided in him back when he was at blizzard um that they were experiencing sexual harassment and the employee told ben brode specifically like do not tell like like I am telling you to not tell HR. Even though Ben Brode mm-hmm. and you can read read the tweet, Ben Brode was like, I implored them to go to HR, and I, he basically like begged them to go to HR. Um, and he also said like like basically you know if nothing is done, then this also keeps on happening. And he said that he wanted to breach trust. Um, he didn't breach trust. He held it in. Um, he said he wasn't sure if he did the right thing. I thought that was very, like, he, he's like, I didn't breach trust. I'm not sure if that was the right thing to this day. But it, it also kind of... From Blizzard's perspective, that was definitely not the right thing for Ben Brode to do. From the perspective of the uh, victim, that it, the Ben Brode definitely did do the right thing. Yeah. So, from Ben Brode's perspective, you're in a tough position. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah. So, like, so in case you guys didn't know, HR works for your company. Um, don't tell them anything if it's something that you know would, would put you and your company in a different position. If your interests are aligned with your company, for example, you want to get this thing resolved. Your company wants to get this problem resolved. You know, you're pretty sure you're not going to get fired for this. Like, fine, tell your HR department. But if this is something that is going to put your company on the other side of you and you want to continue a relationship with your company that is not adverse, uh, don't tell HR. That's just a dumb move. And HR will tell you to tell HR, obviously. But um, 
this is how HR departments across, that's how HR departments were born. They weren't born to help people. They were born to help companies avoid lawsuits. So Blizzard uh, responded uh, and Blizzard, who is famous for kind of like not responding when they don't have to, responded fairly quickly uh, in in many ways. Uh, And first it was uh, President Brack who uh, sent out a message to all employees Basically, just saying that he was um, very saddened by it. He called it, quote, extremely troubling. Um, And he said that he was, uh, uh, he felt, quote, angry, sad, and a host of other emotions. And basically just like, you you know, like, I feel bad, I'm listening. And all of this, like, conciliatory, good language. Mm -hmm. Once again, remember the complaint. The complaint (laughs) alleges... At minimum, the people at the very top knew. At minimum, they knew. uh, And the complaint alleges um, that they most likely extended to the top, which meant that it wasn't just known. It was, for lack of better terms, practiced at all of the stages, uh, unfortunately. So after that, um, there was an additional response by Fran Townsend, who I think is the CFO. Uh, let me see. But um, this was... Uh, she, she's new. She's new. Um, she's like, I don't know, like 2021 new. She's been <laughs> there for she's been there for about half a year. She was yeah. there for half a year, and she wrote this terribly worded response that equates to this is not the blizzard i've known in which the response is the blizzard you've known is the last six months and also you are in a position of extreme power such that if anyone even spoke back to you you could fire them uh so there's kind of a difference here um so that was just extremely tone deaf um mike morheim uh, who left Blizzard in 2018 and who was one of, you know, the, the original founding fathers yeah. of Blizzard. Like, if you guys should know who Mike Morheim is, but if you don't, like, Diablo and Warcraft and World of Warcraft would not be possible without Mike Morheim. Like, it's it's kind of like that. Um, he wrote a message essentially equating to, I'm sorry, I failed all of you. There were a lot of good messages uh, it, or really replies to Morheim's tweet in terms of oh like you know you treated me so well while you were there blah 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 I mean once I again like what Morheim did but he did the only thing he could do besides being silent right which is to admit guilt once again like quoting the <laughs> the complaint the problems of harassment and discrimination extended to and at minimum were known to those at the top Morheim <laughs> was at the top for a uh, very top. at the very top for a very long time this did not start like, in 2018 this, this culture this systemic thing is not just like under his watch it is his people it is his practices if not personally then the environment that he i would venture to say supported uh if not just because you don't have to become president of an organization as big and powerful as blizzard in the gaming industry without being able to do some things on the cultural side right uh so this is and and to his credit 
he's not focusing on it, right? He's not, like, digging in, being like, oh, no. But he does admit guilt in, in his reply. He's, like, trying to gloss it over a little, but if you read it, like, you know, from a logical perspective and put the ones and ones together, he's just saying, look, I'm sorry, all this stuff happened. I should have done better, um, and I didn't, and that's on me. Um, and there are definitely people who have very good experiences with him. Um, you know, maybe the vast majority of people have good experiences with him, but that's not, like, personally. But that's not the, the problem here. The problem is he and, you know, all the other Blizzard execs are, um, were creating a workplace environment that was systemically so terrible to women and so systemic that the state of California is suing them. So if you want to look at kind of like these messages from Brack, the message from Morheim, the best case scenario here, and I mean the absolute best case scenario, is that these two men were so incompetent in their jobs. Like, that is the, the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, like, you'd have Come to believe on. that these two men, like, especially Morheim, who is brilliant and is like just absolutely brilliant you would have to it's, believe it's the that length of time yeah like that's not believable no right well like, if you were in power for like six months yeah. and then they were like oh i didn't know any of this was happening that's pretty unbelievable no, that's what but i mean they would have to decade, basically be incompetent enough to not be there or like not do anything that's what i mean in terms not, of incompetence this is like, that's this what you have lizard. to believe there if you believe is, that yeah. yeah, yeah, but the, and, and this is Blizzard. They're known for. They advertise. This is one of their core things where they're like very groupy, groupy, and people yep. on the top hang out with people on the bottom. It's a super collegial environment. You can't like no matter who you are at Blizzard. You as long as you're like going to the office every day and working in the office and have some interactions with the team, and you're not like purposefully siloing yourself because you're like a super antisocial, even with fellow dorks uh, kind of person. Like, you don't even have to have power to know what's going on, like, yep. sort of. And if you have power, and if you've been there for a long time, you definitely knew. That's not even... And if you had power, then, you know, whether you had power to change it or not, it's kind of, like, on you to, like, make a fuss about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is... I don't know. I, I thought he wrote the only thing he could have. Yeah, they wrote know? the only thing they could have, <laughs> and it was enough for some people, um, and I understand. Look, for a lot of people, um, uh, Morheim is a, a person who significantly changed a life, even if they had never met him. Because, like you know, we have very fond memories of these games. I will also admit, every time I saw Morheim in one of those like BlizzCon presentations or videos, he seemed like a very caring, uh, thoughtful person. And it's just one of those things where I, I read this and I have to keep reminding myself. It's like the two-year investigation said that like this is mm -hmm. this extends to the top, and we're at minimum known to the top. And in order for if you are out there thinking like, well, maybe it wasn't these people that I no, like. It's, it's all the people. It's all the people. If, if it's all the them. person you like has power. It's, it's that if the yep. person you like is super new or is, you know, one of the people who's like on the ground, like, OK, maybe not. Or maybe they knew about it the way you may know about some of this stuff in your workplace, but you have no power to change it and you're still working there and you haven't quit yet. 
and in the gaming industry, I would imagine if you go to most places, uh, especially the larger shops, you're just going to go to another place where this stuff is happening to some level. The, the issue is not that, like, the, the surprise is not really that this is happening at Blizzard or that it's happening anywhere. You can insert name a big, you know, storied video game development company and this is going to be happening. Um, but it's how pervasive it is, yeah. how large it is, that it caught the attention of the state of freaking... I have to keep saying the state of California because... That is how ridiculous of a level this has risen to, and how certain and how widespread. Like, the state of California, like, think about how many video game companies are based in the state of California. Could have gone after any of them. It's Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, And it's because, if you read the complaint, or you just read the summaries that are out there, it's because of everything that they found. Uh, It's because of all the interviews that they did, and... As, as you can see from the outpour on Twitter and TikTok uh, that came out after the official complaint came out, there is no shortage of stories. There is no mm-hmm. shortage of people. And if you think Hearthstone... So, Cora uh, tweeted out um, immediately afterwards that, you know, she personally has not uh, experienced or seen these things, which is very good. You know, we, we all love Cora. I think she does a fantastic job. Uh, and I'm happy that she didn't experience this. Unfortunately, um, another m- previous member of the Hearthstone team came out on Twitter and said, yeah, I saw all of these things and I experienced all of these things. Um, and it, it just goes to show that it's not a situation where literally every single person is experiencing it and well, to the same degree. Well, pretty new. She's been yeah. a member of Blizzard <laughs> what, for two years. Yeah, for two year. years. Two years, so this is not like like I said. This is a pervasive cultural yep. historical like one of the key um, things with one of uh, with what Blizzard's official uh, position afterwards is uh, from from Fran is that this is not the Blizzard that I know. Like this is not the Blizzard of today, right? Like we'll cooperate, but we're like you know they're alleging things that are ridiculous, um, and and this will you know this is not a reflection of who we are today. And it's like if your best defense to this is that things are are better now, it's it's a pretty good admission of guilt right there. <laughs> yeah. So look, um, these lawsuits are going to take a bit of time. I have no idea how long it'll take for this to run its course, um, it, you know, in uh, because as with a lot of lawsuits, there are multiple steps, multiple hoops that people have to jump through. Um, it could extend for a longer period of time due to certain circumstances. I have no idea. Uh, but at this point, there's enough for everyone out there to see that Blizzard failed as a company like historic like they failed to such a high degree and once again and this is important it's not like blizzard bad other game companies good like we talked about this for example with sun when she was on here as i mean to be fair probably blizzard one of the worst at least in california or else (laughs) um but it's not like oh these other companies you know, there's no sexism there. There's, it, it's just this utopia of good game design. 
Uh, no, I mean, we don't know, right? That's the thing. We don't know, but to assume that Blizzard bad, oh, I will go play these other games from other devs because they are the good ones. Uh, no. Like, if, uh... if what, what you should take away from this is, yes, Blizzard is bad. We really seriously need to evaluate kind of uh, how women are treated in gaming generally. And also... It, it was only a few years ago when you just couldn't say anything bad about Blizzard. I remember that. And we were kind of trashing on Blizzard. Not for this reason, but we were just like, you know, you, you guys are stubborn, not listening to anything. This is just about well, arena yeah, stuff, Yeah, I right? mean, way before. It's it's the culture, right? Blizzard right. acted like they're gods. They acted like yeah. they're gods throughout. It's not like a localized thing where we're gods in one. They're, they just were like, you know, hey... We're the game devs. We made this excellent game that, you know, is one of the best games out on the market right now. We are the geniuses and the team. There's a big team mentality there. Um, a lot of things that people think and that are could be uh, positive aspects of, of a, a, a corporate culture that can create things like excellent games like that Blizzard has made. Um, not unfortunately, but it's really part of their design and their protection in this Blizzard system that will help you mask these kinds of things. And not even mask in that, like, people don't know, people knew, uh, but just make sure that no one's held accountable and that the most egregious cases where people are held accountable get swept under the rug. Because that's how you make a good team. That's how you let the creativity flow. That's Blizzard's like, this is what we mean by systemic, right? This is not, like, something that just happens to happen at Blizzard. This is part of, this is a feature of the Blizzard culture. Yeah. And if you remember um, a few months back, and then beyond a few months back, like, a year before that, and then a year before that, how there have been numerous outcries in um, the, the female kind of Hearthstone community, right? Um, and I'm just going to take a focus on the one few months back, and we talked to, like, Sungoiters about it. I, I also talked with Slissa uh, a good amount, um, and we had both of them on. Like, uh, And it, so you can rewind to that podcast if you want, but just remember that the outcry from a few months ago uh, was due to a tournament. And then, of course, uh, this big money tournament once again, uh, had two women invited out of 20. And it was always like that. Like, 20 people were invited. Uh, at maximum, two women were invited. And sometimes it was just one woman. Uh, and then uh, the f all these female content creators in the Hearthstone community came out, like, you know, pulled their kind of experiences together and said, look, um, we have experienced kind of systemic and consistent sort of mm -hmm. like just for lack of terms discrimination by blizzard and they try to add nuance to it they're like okay and there are, and there's also a lot of things that they can't exactly say because it goes uh down behind the scenes um but what it ended up being is like okay why aren't we featured because some of us are much bigger than the men that are invited. If you want to talk about skill, okay, we have these women who reach like rank mm -hmm. one legend, right? Like Avonlean. If you're talking about audience, you have a lot of female streamers who are bigger than these very small male streamers that you invited. Um, if you're talking about what YouTube, some of them have bigger YouTubes. Like, I, I, like they just didn't understand why 
um, like they could because only get not two being slots taken max. seriously, it's right? Because they're women, and women get taken less seriously in gaming. And Blizzard is a big part of that. That's, and that's the thing. That's what they basically said. They're just like, look, um, at this point, it can just be that women aren't being taken seriously by Blizzard. And we had a big discussion at that point. There was such a significant portion of the community, though, that was just in disbelief. That was just like, this is impossible. It's like, look, Blizzard picks how they want to pick. They don't even see men and women. It's like, look, they're 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 picking. It's like they saw it as it's like, oh, you know, you guys are just I mean, crying, and you just I, guys just want like freebies and opportunities, like. Like, the people who think that, like, are they really young and, like, do not have real-world experience? I don't know. Where, or are they just, like, oblivious in the real world, too, and they don't see this? Like, because if you walk around the real world and you see this, you got to assume it's a lot worse in gaming. Just because of, you know, you don't get a reputation for this without some shred of truth, right? And plus all the actual investigations and the, the stuff. Like, just, just amplify it up a bit. Like, how yeah. is this... At, at the very least, this shouldn't be a, oh... This is like, you know, a silly thing to worry about. It should be, oh, let's look into it. I may not be 100% convinced that that's what happened, but that's a good candidate for an explanation of what happened, right? Um, I can also tell you guys that there's a lot of stuff that happens once the camera is off, um, just talks, uh, like, by female streamers, uh, you know, to Blizzard, um, and... Yeah, like it, it's some stuff that I've either heard or been told. Um, I can't share it. Uh, that would just be inappropriate. Uh, but yeah, it, it's this kind of stuff that if told by itself, it's like kind of like, ah, oh, well, I don't know. Like there's probably other circumstances here. But if pulled together, and there's a reason why you had all the female streamers kind of come together um, it's because they talk to each other. They share their stories. And when there's that many cases, just like how California pulled together all these stories here, and then they all come forward, something's going on here. Like, if there's a huge amount of smoke, you can just say, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really see the fire here. Like, I personally don't see the fire I, I just re can't really believe this. But when there's that much smoke, come on. Like, seriously, oh, Something's come on. happening. Yeah, something's happening here. Um, and and now we have a, a deeper glimpse as to uh, what is, uh, what was happening slash is happening. Um, okay, so uh, given that we basically spent the first, I don't know, 40 minutes of this podcast, um telling you guys and showing you guys and i don't know we can point you to a whole bunch of resources too you can just google it at this point or, or follow some twitter threads uh blizzard's a terrible company um when it comes to its treatment of women systemically um it is not all that clear how much they've improved since the events of this uh that this uh, lawsuit alleges because it's alleging a culture that's like kind of just pervasive so if it's changing you know how cultures work in company they don't change overnight especially because it's not like blizzard fire everybody uh like in power so so it's it's still it's still largely here and and it's gonna be here for for you know a, a, a bit um if not for a very long time afterwards um what do you what what should you 
and us as gamers, as content creators, um, do about it? Should we do? Uh, should we not play Blizzard games? Should we not promote Blizzard games? Should we just not spend money on Blizzard games, or or should we do nothing? So this is the bottom line, right? Like a, a lot of people just talk about this stuff, and and then it, it it just loops around to this like, what should be done here? And so many people, once again, everyone has an opinion these days. So many people um, are calling out uh, current employees at Blizzard content creators, streamers who are still streaming, uh, Mm -hmm. Hearthstone or WoW or whatever, right? And basically saying like, look, if you keep on streaming, knowing this, you are supporting Blizzard, you are guilty, culpable, whatever word they want to use. And, uh, you know, you should boycott Blizzard for this. Um, And to those people, I say, you are, you know what? I you are absolutely right, and I applaud you for never buying anything from Amazon due to the horrendous workplace <laughs> policies that they have. Never purchasing anything from China because they torture uh, Uyghurs. Uh. Um, never eating meat because they have a catastrophic effect on our environment, and it's hey, also hey, cruel hey, to How animals. about America? Didn't we have all this stuff with how horrible we're treating our, our black people and our women? Oh, yeah, no, but China. China bad. China bad. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Um, also, make sure you never watch any movies uh, from any of the actors, oh. producers, or studios that have had mm-hmm. um, anything, uh, you know, anything controversial. Which, which I, I, like, like I, I, I think that covers literally every made. single uh, studio. Yeah. So, here's, like, here's the point that I'm trying to make at the end of the day. You can criticize something. You can basically say this is wrong this company is wrong while not completely detaching yourself assuming a moral high ground and pointing your finger at people who still use the product or play the game or do whatever um you know associated with that company if you state that like if that is your kind of like view it's so polarized it's so black and white how are you living? That's my question. Like, it, you know, if if you're doing that, living in your commune uh, yeah, and just like planting you your own food. Basically, whatever okay, you're doing, like good. if this is influencing your decision and it is, you think that it is beyond emotional and that it is actually a logical choice or an ethical choice, there is no way you're consistent with it. No. And you're just letting other people off the hook because it's not the most immediate scandal that broke. Like, yeah, seriously. Um, you... And that's not ethical. That's, um, you know, that's... You're not even doing the best that you can because you know all these other scandals that have broken before or that, like, you, you know what's happening. Like, Merp's just listed a bunch of the big ones, but it, it's going to cover all the small... Almost all the small ones, too. Um, so if you're living that kind of life, more power to you. Uh, we should all be more like you. Um, but I'm not living that kind of life. I have no plans to live that kind of life. And I think it's possible to say Blizzard bad in this way. Blizzard, please change. While still, frankly, giving Blizzard money. Um, And beyond that, supporting products that Blizzard makes. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can totally divorce the product from its creators. I'm not saying this isn't, you know, the the softer version of Blood Diamonds that, that we're trafficking in right now. Um, but I'm saying I don't really have as much problems with Blood Diamonds as most people, I think. 
So here's the thing at the end of the day, like a couple of things that you need to take into consideration. Um, basically, n number one, uh, you harming, quote unquote, Blizzard by leaving. Uh, not everyone at Blizzard is bad. Number one, that's that that's the thing, right? So, for example, we uh, are talking about Cora, right, who stated that, um, you know, she has been treated very well there since she has been there. She hasn't seen uh, this kind of thing, according to her tweet. Um, you know, you're you're hurting the the bad people as well as the good people at the same time. And yeah, it's great to hurt the bad people. If you want to take your moral high ground in that way, uh, great. But yeah, that's just not how the world works as well. Yep. Um, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but it is just the case that we can't divorce ourselves from all of these things. Like the big one that I always come back to, and it's one of my, one of my pet interests, and I've taken <laughs> much more classes than I should on this topic, uh, written theses on it in my grad school days and, uh, and my college days as well. Um, eating meat is wrong. It's super wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's just super wrong. Extremely yeah, it's extremely wrong. wrong. Like, it, just if you don't know that much about it, besides that, like, oh, you're going to kill an animal, that's probably bad. Or like, oh, you're going to torture the animals a bit before you kill the animal, that's probably bad. If you want to research into it, it's a depressing hellhole. Um, it, and, and you don't need meat to live healthily. You really don't. Yeah. You might have, like, 100 years ago. You definitely don't today. Um, and you don't even have to be that rich. You, you, you have to just be like, you know what? You could even be like welfare level poor and and get away with not eating meat and being healthy. That's, you won't that's how eat cheap it tasty is. food at all, but yes, yes you sure. can get away with it. Cool. You, you, you can, can get cool, away, get with, away it with it. Yeah. So all of us for the last 10 years or so, I would say, is when the prices got to the point where, where things are okay. Um, for the last 10 years or so, we've just all been doing, like the, the meat eaters among us, I mean. Like super horrific, unjustifiably uh, unjustifiable, like ethical yeah. violations, all, all of us. And I have not just no plans to give up meat, but like even for like unless the thing's absolutely identical and I can't taste the difference, and I can taste the difference, even though it's very small uh, on the fake meats in the market today. Um, even though they've gotten so much better, and I do eat it sometimes, but but I'm still gonna eat real meat, and there's no way for me to justify it. So from that position forward, it's just, and I do that every day. Like every single day, I make an informed decision to eat more meat. Uh, and, uh, and it just makes me a horrible person uh, as far as being a consumer goes. And so I just shove all that aside and say, I consume things that are terrible. Um, that's just the kind of person I am. And that's just the kind of person 95% of the population is. Uh, at least the ones that live in the U.S. Yep. And you're just going to have to make peace with that. So, like, like, like we keep saying, if you can get rid of everything, Amazon, made in China, made in U.S., made in blah, 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 you just divorce yourself from the, the corporate things that get produced, more power to you. I can't do it. Yeah. That's the I, thing. And it's not just that I can't do it, like, here and there, like, in the book. I, I can't do it. On a daily basis, I can't do it. There's a real problem with like the you have to be pure in order to criticize anything, 
um, because that's it. Yeah, it's just not possible. It just isn't. So and also when you do something like this, um, what are you really trying to do here? Like you, you, you're kind of trying to just slash and burn it down and kind of like forget about it. It's like okay, that's taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep, we've destroyed this evil entity. <laughs> it's done with. Let's let's move on to Riot, the the super ethical great game developer. Let's move on to Ubisoft, right? Love. Yeah, let's go to mm, Riot. Ubisoft, let's go to Ubisoft, uh, like these bastions of uh, of fairness and equality, um, and let's give them our money let's um or actually you know what let's give it to some indie developer that we've heard no controversies about and there's no way that they're bad right we haven't heard anything about mm-hmm. them we love indie uh developers you either don't know or you know but to a lesser degree to a degree that is acceptable i don't know it, it just it's a lot of ways to just say um I have seen some extraordinarily bad takes on this. And of course, with the internet being the way it is, people who are going to quit Hearthstone anyways uh, are now like, I am absolutely quitting. And maybe they are, right? But it doesn't require proof or anything. And maybe they are, right? Like They don't have to stream. They don't have to prove anything. And maybe they're quitting. And it's like, I'm quitting. This is the last straw for me. And if anyone out there has a shred of dignity they would quit yeah. as well because how dare you give money to this organization um cool have fun on your commune like you're living <laughs> on the commune right uh also like how are you communicating are you just like dictating this onto like a piece of paper with your quill well they can't be listening to us at least not watching right now because they're right. using amazon yeah I, I mean of course which, which you owns shouldn't be using amazon so um and and we're we're um we're, we're using FeedBurner for our podcast. So that's Google. So here's where we are at. Here's where I am at. Uh, and I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, right now, I don't feel good playing Blizzard games. I just don't. Like, uncomfortable. It's not like a protest kind of thing. It's just like, I read this. And, and especially, I just read the complaint earlier today. Uh, and it like definitely shook me a little bit. Um, the complaint is so powerful, uh, and it like the stories and everything that it alleges, it just like keeps on hitting you. It, it just like punches you in the face over and over and over again. Um, I don't feel great playing it right now. Am I going to probably spam uh, Diablo two? Yeah, I. I I will. I'm sure I will. I love that game. It's like it's it's such a big part of me. Um, has my opinion and my unbridled joy of Diablo 2 changed? Yeah, that has too. Like, it definitely has. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just like... Because you know that it was created by a team and an organization that was probably doing terrible things at the time that they were, you know, creating this. And so, yeah, everything's tainted. Like, when you have a blood diamond, it's not the same as having a clean diamond. That's the thing. doesn't mean if you hand me a blood diamond, I'd go, oh, no, thank you. I'll take it. (laughs) But, but, you know, it's not the same. It is not the same. So, look, um, <clears throat> we know that, look, this isn't everyone at Blizzard. We still love the product that they make. Um, are we going to do, like, the card review? Yeah, we're going to do the card review. Yeah. Um, Nothing has changed on what we do in the near future. 
But given that it is affecting our enjoyment of the game, you know, on top of other things that are more in-game that may be affecting our enjoyment of the game, um, you know, things may or may not shift one way or the other. Uh, but I, I don't think that this is, is like a big influence on, on what we do. And, and there's, there's people like uh, tr- Trump um, and some other... Um, some other card revealers who get cards. Oh, Allie. And have great Allie. relationships. Allie. Yeah. Um, are there more? More, more have followed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah so many people follow. So, so many people have followed that. Uh, they just, they flat out refuse to reveal the card. The Blizzard, and these are people with excellent relations with Blizzard normally. Um, they flat out re- refuse to reveal the, their, their card reveals. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, that's uh, definitely, you know, more power to them. And other people have, have not. Other people have chosen to uh, continue doing their card reviews. And, I mean, we don't judge either um, either position. Um, some streamers need it for their, you know, food. Uh, some people, like the bigger ones, especially like Ali, like uh, like Trump, don't. They're not. They're not at risk of that. And we are not at risk of anything because Blizzard don't talk to us anyway. Um, because we don't do this professionally. Like we are doing this with our own money. Well, with your money. Thank you, Patreons. Uh, thank you, Twitch subs. Um, we are we are doing this with your money, but with our time and effort. Uh, we're, we're getting paid, by the way, on an annual basis, on a per hour basis, we get paid less than the minimum wage. That's the 750 federal minimum wage that we're getting paid less than, not the $15 per hour minimum wage some of you enjoy uh, in, in some of the areas you live in. Uh, but like we, we're, we're free from this. We can just leave whenever. And we choose not to because like this is not the, the terribleness of Blizzard the company. As it, as it comes to consuming the Blizzard game, is not like a one-to-one relationship. And, um, and that's, not, that's not how we feel about it. And I am still excited about United and Stormwind and the upcoming cards, even though I know less about it. Um, there will be a card dump next week. We will review the card dump as normal. We will have our Sunday uh, card preview stream where we talk about uh, the cards. There's a lot of interesting cards coming. And most of the cards, if not you know all of them, have gone through most of the work by the junior members of the development team. Because they're the people who are on the ground. And they are not the people in power. I'm sure there are some, uh, some people who uh, are part of the culture in question. Um, but others have, have not been. And others are actively trying to create change. See Korra. Um, so uh, this is not a... Like, this is Blizzard, right? Like, at the end of the day, Blizzard still makes great products. And I imagine, without the sexism, Blizzard may make even better products. Um, and you know what? Maybe you have to be sexist to make a good game. And Blizzard, after they... Because they have to change after this, right? The state sues you. You're not going to keep up these practices. Honestly, they were probably in the middle of, like, a slow change anyway. Um, because that's just kind of what the where the world is moving to. Especially within, uh, within uh, the video game industry. Which has gotten a lot of culture shock in the, in the last few years. Um, as in, what? Wait, why? What do you mean we can't do? What do you mean this is bad? Um... But now that process is most likely going to be sped up uh, for what that's worth. And uh, hopefully we'll see even better games going forward. But regardless, and, and it may be. Like, there's a small part of me that thinks maybe 
maybe Blizzard's whole I am God as a game developer uh, culture, which extends into God, not goddess, um, and its various treatments of, of women, um, not to mention just kind of anybody who has a, a different opinion. Um, maybe that that is a great way to make really good games and that they'll fail to create a new culture that is cohesive and can create the quality of games that they that they're uh that they've been producing in the past that doesn't mean you can't make a new culture that's not sexist to create good games obviously <laughs> other developers have have done that uh, but maybe blizzard can't pull it off that's entirely possible it's much harder to transition out of pervasive sexism than it is to build something from scratch right but um until then these franchises are still franchises i like if they make another starcraft game uh I'm, I'm probably gonna buy it if they make another diablo game as they will i'm definitely gonna buy it and for those of you out there who are like well i'm not gonna give blizzard any money but i will still play their game you're still supporting blizzard you're providing a player that other people who do pay for this game can play against you are adding a user count in the beginning, for games, user counts are as important, if not more important, than actual profits. Uh, so there's just there's no way to like keep your hands clean of this. But um, but the problem uh, I, I have, yeah, like so essentially, look, the important thing is remember this incident. Let's learn the lessons that we can. Um, let's uh, identify the fact that there is within blizzard and within the industry and if you disagree on the industry i don't know what to tell you there is rampant <laughs> sexism there is still a lot of sexual harassment the gaming industry is still a wild west in terms of mm -hmm. protections uh we can talk about a lot of protections but like uh pr like labor protections uh which ties in here uh protections for minorities and women which tie into here as well but one of the problems um, is that gaming, uh, and I'm not saying that was the reason here, but one of the problems with gaming is that a lot of money flowed in and a lot of success flowed in very, very quickly. Um, and that just is one of those factors that adds to, it's like if you had a bad culture before and suddenly everyone starts winning and getting a lot of money, that's not a good thing. Like that's not a good thing mm -hmm. if you had a bad culture and you start like winning because on top it of shows that. you that having a bad culture can win and more than that once you start winning you kind of don't want to change how you won so even if the bad even if like sexism has nothing to do with making a good game you kind of look at it and you're like well we did it that way and it worked out why are we going to change things and risk that so that's how video games like kind of developed um uh in yeah in so the more recent history um once again the takeaways should be um you know if you were kind of like think about it this way a few months ago when all the women spoke out what was your reaction to it right what was your reaction uh to it did you believe them did you think that it was something that was true or did you think that all of these women just wanted some freebies that um you know, like we didn't need this representation that they talked about. Perhaps Blizzard, uh, you know, like, you know, there's no way that Blizzard could actually be systemically discriminating against them.
Because when we're talking about this, it's like, look, you're not going to get an inside look at Blizzard. So what is your kind of role in this? It's the next time that something like this comes up. And I don't mean for Blizzard, right? Because now no one's going to trust Blizzard when it comes to this stuff, and probably rightly so. But next time something like this comes up, if your response before was, nah, like, nah, this just isn't really believable from these women, um, or I'm like, well, yes, but dot, dot, dot. I mean, this is just one of those things that's like, if it causes you to reevaluate your previous response, that's what we should take away from it. Um, because that those are the real lessons going forward. And if you choose instead to take this as an opportunity to assert your moral high ground, uh, well, you fucked up. That's it. It's, it's like, as a person in society you fucked up like if you like there's because there's so many opportunities so many learning opportunities from this for everyone here and it's such a sobering uh situation and if your choice because it's yours to choose now if your choice after learning all of this after hearing all of this is to just state a moral high ground over other people i didn't do this other people who choose to support blizzard um are you know scum and uh all of that stuff uh you fucked up that's that's it there's no ifs ands or or about it you had a learning opportunity and you failed all right well anything you want to say to cap off this issue i am uh um i think we we covered this pretty thoroughly that's it look this is a this was a really tough week, um, and it was a really really tough week, and just a real wound opening week for a lot of people. And uh, my Twitter, and I'm pretty active on Twitter. I don't post a lot, but I read a lot of Twitter. It's just all Blizzard, Hearthstone people, like internet, like it's just just. 90% of it was about this topic. So I saw a lot of the stories and I saw a lot of the unfortunate circumstances that led to, you know, from these stories, the circumstances that led to it, the circumstances that made it such that it was so hard for these stories to come out. Um, and for how much we think things are fine in the industry, because once again, we look back a few months ago and you know you had people like Sun Glitters and Patra, Nicolina, Slissa, etc. Like talk about their experiences within the industry and their relationships with game devs, relationship with gaming companies, relationship with Twitch chat and all of this. You know, like, like so we're and then they're saying like, look, the odds are stacked against us here. We receive, like, you know, we work hard, and a lot of times we work even harder. And then even after we get the results in terms of, like, the views or whatever, we're still being discriminated against. And a big part of the harsh, because, look, I, I read all of the uh, the Twitter responses and all of the, the Reddit, the Hearthstone subreddit replies the hearthstone separate is just so bad i don't know why maybe it's like the moderation or something i have no idea why but it's they're worse than other subreddits it's a reddit i would say it's a little bit worse but i i have my theories for that anyways um so yeah like what 
if if you look back on on those situations, um, it, it's it's just like a validation, unfortunately, uh, for that sort of outcry. And I hope that no one just sees this as like, okay, so Blizzard is bad, or like within the gaming company, it is bad. I hope you just see this and it shows you how bad it is. If not, we don't even need to generalize it for women. We can just say women in gaming. Um, and if you still don't see that after all of these examples, maybe it's just hopeless for you. <laughs> but if you were on the fence at all, I think this just has to be eye-opening. Like, it just has to be. Like, Blizzard, this company State that has created... of California. State of California. 99.9% .9 conviction rate. Two-year investigation. So... Systemic from the top. All those in power... Yeah. ...at least have knowledge so of the allegation. You'd have to say, like, look, Blizzard is an outlier. Just like Ubisoft, <laughs> right? Just if like you, anything, you, people. Just like anything, Riot, people were like, "Blizzard's an outlier. Mm -hmm. They're better." That's what people were like. Yeah, uh, Blizzard is an outlier. Just like Riot, Blizzard's an outlier. Just like Ubisoft. So much worse on women. Patra is exaggerating. Slissa is exaggerating. Sun is lying. Nicolina is exaggerating. Um, you know, Aveline, she has no idea what she's talking about. Um, also, they all conspire together to just get some freebies. Um, yeah. Like, to what extent do you have to go to just be like, no, no, no. There, we, we don't have a problem. Like, there's, we don't have a problem in gaming. Like, you know, there is equal opportunity. If the women actually deserved it, they would get it. Um, at what point, if you actually believe that, are you like okay, maybe that's not the case. I hope that if you believed it before, this incident pushes you towards at least a period of reflection to be like, damn, women in gaming, uh, not great. This is like systemic within one of the biggest uh, gaming companies and one of the most esteemed gaming companies you've yeah, ever and had. It's not like when this first broke, I saw so many posts. I was on Reddit when this broke. I saw so many people were like, hey, don't loop Blizzard into this. This has to be the Call of Duty people who are part of Activision Blizzard. And I'm sitting there like, uh, you sure about that? And then the people started reading the complaint more. More people started publishing things with more details. And it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's Blizzard Blizzard. This is Blizzard. This is Mike Morheim. This is mm -hmm. these are your heroes. That's it. Like this is this happened for a long time. I'm sure there were some good people who tried to help from within, but look at the complaint. It was systemic. People at minimum at the very top knew. So that's that's it. Like there, yeah. <laughs> there's no and, and just just to say the the systemicness of it. I also saw um enough people who are ex-Blizzard employees uh, and current Blizzard employees um, calling out, sometimes not by name, I guess maybe for law legal reasons, but just calling out generally, like managing level and executive level Blizzard uh, and ex-Blizzard people who uh, were harassers or alleged harassers 
and they are now tweeting things like, I can't believe this has happened. Like, you know, you have all my support. Um, so don't, don't trust anyone. If they have power and they work for Blizzard from like more than, they worked for Blizzard and had power for like, I would say like a year or two before today. And they've been there for, you know, at least a year before that. Um, um, they, they're enablers at the absolute best case scenario. Yeah. So once again, I'm he, seeing comments in chat was like, you know, this person was a, a, a good person. That person was a good person. Here's what I'm going to say. We don't know. We, we literally don't know. What we know is the culture was so bad. And you no, can read about I it. I think we do know. I think we do know that they're enablers. I think that's in exactly what the state of California is alleging. And they have the evidence for it. And they, their normal win rate is like 99.9%. So... I don't think it's fair to say we don't know. I think it's only fair to say we don't 100% know, but we 99 point something percent know. Not that they were like out there harassing women, you know, but that they knew this was happening and um, and they didn't do they didn't do anything about it. Yep. So that's it. Look, there's no happy ending here, no matter what like if they win you know these women get some money in the form of like damages and everything uh but it's really shitty like you know who i think wins out of this hmm i think there's only one well okay outside the state of california winning some money uh which to be fair they desperately need um, but uh the, the the big winner here is is actually blizzard if you're wondering why the stock prices for Blizzard barely moved when this announcement happened, it's because this is not bad for not just the long-term outlook of Blizzard, but it's not bad for the short-term outlook of Blizzard. This is the kind of undeniable wake-up call that a company in 2021 needs. And especially in a gaming company where the culture needs to change, especially in a company where they're producing all of these very, like, women friendly like they're not out there making call of duty as their primary product exactly right this is like blizzard blizzard this is the people who make overwatch right where they specifically care about people who have you know who are more casual players and or uh people who are less traditional like shootery kind of gaming they're specifically making games to bring these people in the people who were previously underserved by the gaming developers this is excellent for blizzard because presumably after this, they are going to change. That is the bet. Like, if I'm investing in Blizzard or if I'm deciding whether to sell my Blizzard stock, I have no Blizzard stock, by the way. Um, neither of us do. That, Full disclosure. We, yeah, we do not have us, Blizzard stock. We do not have Blizzard stock. But if that's what I was deciding, I'm going to look at this and see that one, it's not actually going to lose Blizzard a lot of money. It's just a bad publicity. But the bad publicity will pass away. Remember Hong Kong? I remember it as a meme. That's all I remember, Hong Kong. Um, this is going to pass away because Blizzard has such a... I don't know if the word good is, uh, is as proper of a description now as it used to be, but such an established product that the failure would be in the product itself and not the company for people to actually in mass stop giving the company money in a way that would affect the bottom line and for the long period. And meanwhile, 
This is the exact wake-up call. Plus, they want to fire more people. Blizzard's always been firing people for the last few years, um, and they want to have any excuse whatsoever to fire more people. Uh, especially the the old guard that are like middle management and you know questionable uh, practices that are actually carrying into the into 2021. So I think from a corporate perspective, not bad for Blizzard. Um, not even for like 10 years from now, but for two, three years from now, you know, maybe even for one year from now, this event is a net neutral to net positive for Blizzard. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to look at the whole thing, sadly, the winners are not the women. I mean, they're the future women who work at Blizzard, right? Um, because I am... I hope it would be really terrible if this didn't happen. But I hope if you're a woman currently working at Blizzard or you're thinking of working for Blizzard, you're going to have a much better time than you were going to have if you did this two years ago. Like, I have to think that that would be a result of this uh, lawsuit. And that was probably something that was already in place. Like, already moving in that direction, but probably a lot slower than how it's going to move in that direction following this lawsuit. This is just how history works. Um the you know the initial pioneers are always the ones like li- literally right like if you were a pioneer and uh the the first to kind of like settle an area you had a bad time <laughs> like l- look at the people yeah. who like discovered new lands and you know kind of like settled those lands uh none of them had a good time and an easy life and just like with with this unfortunately um it's out of the suffering of others like and history is just built on this it's out of the suffering of others and then the recognition of that suffering that there can be better change um, but we're just hoping for better change that's that's it right now all right um that's it for this light forge and we will be back next week with our united in stormwind card valuation card preview whatever you want to call it now um where we're going with uh with with our with our new system um that we used in the last expansion as well for for rating cards um we'll see what happens um you know maybe there'll be some exciting uh uh watch post kind of uh kind of cards that we can all rail against Maybe uh, maybe there won't be. Maybe there'll be the next Scorpid. Um, but at least right now, some of the class cards look... Oof. They're, they're, they're going to be used. They're going to be uh, some good bombs uh, in, uh, in Arena uh, with this expansion. All right. Until next week, this is Oddbook Dub. This is Merp. See you guys. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.